to the Deep Rooted Podcast. We're Jeff and Rochelle, and we're excited to be with you. We are here, part two. Part two, yes. marriage builders, marriage blockers. Uh, if you were listening or watching last week, we started talking about uh, marriage builders, what marriage builders are. We even started talking about marriage blockers, things that either build or block our marriages. Yeah, so if you missed um, it, I'd say stop. Rewind. <laughs> Go back Rewind. to last week and listen yeah. in. You'll want to hear about that and some funny stories at the end of the podcast. Oh, uh, definitely. We we made it. We survived. So uh, we're really going to be hitting marriage blockers today. Yes. Uh, and these are people or things. I mean, I think of things too. There, it's yes. not just people. There are things that we can allow in our life that can block our marriage because, you know, like, let's just say even like a hobby, we're not really going to go into all of these, but like, if that becomes right more important than, you know, tending to, you know, your mm -hmm. marriage, then that can be a, a bad thing. But really we're going to talk about, um, four categories and, that and people can follow. And somebody say, why do we even have to talk about the marriage? Let's just kind of like, just kind of hope for the best. Let's just kind of like think, think, think positive thoughts and just, you know, click hope, my heels three times. Hope that, and... hope that doesn't happen to you. Um, the very, the very real reality is that you know. Again, I think marriage. We understand marriage is a spiritual thing. The enemy, our adversary, hates marriage. Doesn't like your marriage. He's going to do anything he can to stop it from growing. And so we need to be aware of these things so that we can go against them. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just think back. Like we've been married. It's close to 20 years. We're not quite there. Um, and I think about this and I I never really even thought this was a possibility. I can tell you, I didn't think this one second. And so if you are still in that zone, this can be like, you can just sort of reject it in your mind. That's fine. But then come back because earmark this because you're going to need to know because yes. there, anybody who's been married any amount of times knows that there are people or things that kind of seek to come in and to divide. Yes. I think it's really important. Like what, what God has joined together, mm -hmm. let no one separate. Like that's from like literally marriage ceremonies, right? Like, and what, yeah, and you know, one thing that's in marriage ceremonies only on TV. I don't think we do them in real life anymore. At least I don't do them. Is that who objects to the union oh, yeah. of this matter? Whenever I'm uh, and like it, on TV, it was always like TV's somebody like, is going to raise their hand. And, I object. And, and, <laughs> and can I tell you that that what we're going to talk about is very. These are very subtle, even. And so nobody's going to stand up and say, I do. Now, maybe. There's... No, there, I mean, Jeff, you might be. Never mind. <laughs> um, but but there are people who want to put asunder what God has joined together. So anyway, let me Ooh. quote King James Version. <laughs> wow, where did that come from? Anyway. Uh, that was old school there yes. on that All right. one. Okay. So marriage blockers. Number one marriage blocker um, would be considered the controller. The controller. So let me define this. Uh, the controller is an individual who seeks to control, to control. or manipulate Hence, the situation. <laughs> they they control or manipulate the situation. So, for example, this this person um, may say, hey, here's the thing. This is the way we're going to celebrate holidays. Um, it's the way we've been doing it. It's, it's the way that works. So it's the way we're going to continue to do it. So here we go. And that, that would be a person who's trying to to control. Uh, this is maybe the person who says this, this is the way you should raise your kids. Now, this is the way. Now, if somebody says you should raise them according to scripture, 
Of course. Of course. They're not trying to control you. But if, you know, no, this. Or even no, this giving instruction. Like giving advice. Okay. Giving, yeah, absolutely. You know, but when you begin to, like, like criticize every right. move, you know, come on. Or, or this is how you need to do your finances. You need to do. Like, every, every, you know, da, da, da. Yeah, like. Yes. Hold on, hold on. This is you the know, program. Like, this is the curriculum you need to use. Which is great curriculum out there. There's great programs out there. But you know that's like a if somebody said, "Hey, you must do Dave Ramsey. You must do the envelope system. Or, or if not, or you're going to have financial. You're, you're going to have financial ruin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have never done the envelope system. Just full, full disclosure. Full disclosure. We have never done the envelope system. We're doing okay. Like, you know, like, um, yeah. you don't have to do the envelope system. That's not gospel. Yeah. Tithing, gospel. Yeah. Um, you know, saving, uh, doing, you know. Yes. Okay. So, like, that's what we're talking about. Trying to control by saying, this is the, this is the book you must pattern yourself after. You know what? Even if that book's really great and you want to, you know, like anytime somebody is telling grown adults, this is what you must do, it's a little scary. It's it's scary. And I think it's good to to think through this because anytime someone gives you good advice, it's not, oh, you're a controller. You're, you're trying to manipulate me. <laughs> right. No. Right, so, right. I think when we're talking about these, one hesitancy that I have is that people would get off and, and, and say that every time someone says something they don't like. Oh, or steps on their toes yes. a little bit where they're manipulating me or they're abusing me or they're... Well, that's not the case. Like, um, everybody's not toxic. Correct, correct. Everybody's not a narcissist. You know, like... <laughs> yeah. Or like, is it's a, a narcissist word. or whatever. It's a I don't word. know if I might have got that one so. mixed up. Um, so, yeah, the controller. So, you know, there are things like as adults, when people are married, you're going to have to realize that, okay, you can't control me here. Like... That's just important. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, number two. Number two. The reactionary. Ooh, boom. Okay. The reactionary. Uh, This is a reactionary is somebody who opposes reform or change. Uh, They is somebody who does not want progress. And so Mm. uh, somebody who's a reactionary, they may say something about like, like you're talking to them about an argument you had or something. They're like, Oh wow! You had a you had that kind of argument. They're awful. Your spouse disrespects you. You should you should move out. Whoa! She, she told you, <laughs> yeah, how to do the dishwasher. I mean, yeah, you like, know, and that's that sign of a deeper problem. Oh yeah, and like it, when they when they corrected you there, they were really saying that you're horrible. You know, like <laughs> so so reactioner, someone who exaggerates something. No, this is headed for disaster. You got to be careful. So I, I think we, you know, um, there are individuals who will, in occasion, be reactionary, yes, and exaggerate something. We have to be very disciplined and very focused together to say, okay, is this is this real a real warning, or is this somebody who's being reactionary? Maybe they're scared, um, and how to do that? Absolutely. So. I mean, I think even to, before we even go to the next one, I think it's really important to note. That this is what why we're talking about this is because not everybody should get access to the mm. to the decisions that a couple is making. Yes. So there we go. Number That's three. Good. Number three. Uh, the pessimist. The pessimist. The pessimist is the person who sees the negative side of everything. Okay, you're the the glass is always half empty. Um, so the pessimist is going to come and say, "Hey, 
you know, it's it's just not safe to change your job. It's it's not good. It's not safe to change uh, geographic uh, locations. You just can't do it. Um, this person may say you're you're not financially stable to have children yet. You're you're you know. I, I have a question for that one. <laughs> when is anyone financially stable to have children? Did it did. Uh, never. I had no idea how much they would cost. Next. Go ahead. Next. Keep going. Next. Sorry, I just had to throw that in there. Just because the children are a tax write-off doesn't mean you should be getting money from your kids. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that I spend far more than that tax write-off ever. Ever. Maybe I need to do the envelope system. I don't yeah. know. Like, this is how much you get, kids. Like, seriously. I'm sorry. I just have to jump into that. Like, if yeah. anyone is yes. telling you you're not ready to have kids... You're not financial. I mean, okay, maybe maybe you need to like listen. I'm not speaking to all situations, but I am saying if two people love Jesus and they're putting him first, which is what we talked about last week. Yes, absolutely. Maybe y'all don't have a business telling them when they can have kids or not have kids. Tweetable, true. Excellent. Uh, this person may come and say, you know, if you if you pursue that second degree, you're not going to have enough time with your family, so you should not do it. Okay. These, these individuals may be, who knows, they're reacting or they're responding, they're being pessimistic for a host of other reasons. Um, and I, I, don't, I think it's important, you just said it, we shouldn't give, give access to every person who gives their opinion. These pessimistic opinions can't really stop you from what God wants to do. Well, if we don't recognize who's saying these things, we might actually go, oh, maybe they're right. Yes. And a lot of times I think the pessimist is speaking from their own personal disappointments in life. So yes. when they say, don't have children this young, what they're really saying is, I wish I wouldn't have children this young. Wow, so and, they're projecting their failure or, or their disappointment. Or maybe on, just things didn't work out or they're thinking, I should have done this. Well, you know, um, I think it's important to give advice when asked. Like, do you get what I mean? No, what I'm saying good. is, is um, if it's not within your realm to give the advice, like I realize, and I'm stepping over into a parenting podcast right now. We always do. That's okay. It's just it's on okay. my mind. But like with my own kids, my kids are not adults right now. And yet even in their non-adultness, I'm noticing as they grow older, the way I parent must change. Oh, when they yes. were two, I say, don't touch that. It's hot. You'll burn yourself. Don't touch it. Mm -hmm. When they're seven, I might say, I don't think that's wise that you're about ready to do that. Have you thought through the consequences? And then maybe my 14 year old, I just like, let him touch it. It's, you know, I mean, I mean, I'm kind of being probably a little facetious. Yes. I mean, that's a, like a weird example. But what I'm trying to say is I'm training them to hopefully make decisions on mm -hmm. their own. Now, I want to give them the foundation. I want to send them back to scripture. And then if, like, now I'm noticing my older daughter is coming. Mom, what do you think about this? She's asking for your opinion. What do you think about this? I have this issue going on at school. What do you think? Mm -hmm. oh, oh, you want me to? Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll share. Instead of just like, well, let me tell you what I think. <laughs> that may not always be the best approach. And especially with adults. And that's what we're Absolutely. talking about here. Like, so I think the pessimist, I think the reactionary, like, I think it's normal, especially when a marriage is formed, that it's going to impact other relationships. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think about, um, you know, like people like I was friends with when I, we first got married, you know, 
maybe like we've drifted apart. There was no anger. Absolutely not. Um, things changed. Yeah. Like I wasn't doing, I was hanging with you and then I moved. Like you moved me around the country. Like, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm just teasing, you know, like <laughs> things yep. changed. Like, and so if we oppose the change, then these, some of these things kind of people don't like to actually talk uh, about, acknowledge the fact that a marriage is going to upset the relational status quo. All of it. It just is. It doesn't have to be bad for it to upset the status quo. It just is. That's just. It's like a huge life, like the biggest life change. A brand new union, a new child entering into the home upsets the status quo. <laughs> so a brand new union. And so what we have to recognize, so those are the, the three people, the, the controller, the reactionary, the pessimist, something we, we, we should understand about these is these individuals are, I would not say 100% of the time, we should never think, well, they're doing this on purpose. Or they are, right. they are, you know, they're just, they're, they're out just, to block me. They're out to yeah. block me. And, yeah. you know, they, they said that we should get rid of blockers. And so I, I, some of these people, we've alluded to it, may responding be responding out of their own insecurity. They may, they may simply be responding if they want what's best for you. And that's just the way they're responding. Right. You know, uh, I, I want them to be financially stable. So I'm worried. So I, I don't think we should say if, if, you know, someone says something about finances and they're concerned that we should automatically label them as, as bad um, because they just may be responding now, because of their I history. I want to say or, this. Yes. <laughs> Do you want to get remarried right here in this? Well, we are married, but renew our vows right here on this podcast. No, that was I, next week. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, I agree that they're, you know, they're not always intentionally do I mean 100% but just because somebody isn't intentionally doing something doesn't mean that you just don't say anything about it <laughs> that's good okay it's okay. I just wanted to, to no, say that good. because so if somebody here's what I, I I I guess not just believe what I've noticed that if you bring it up to somebody and say you know hey I just kind of feel like when you say that you're maybe just opposing change <laughs> and um I feel like you're trying to block my marriage I <laughs> know I wouldn't maybe say that um <laughs> You know, and I just want to talk to you about that. Their response will tell you whether it was yes. intentional or not. Or maybe even, oh, you're right, I did that. I'm sorry. You know, I did do that. How? You know, I've yes. always liked our Friday night girls' night. And I know yeah. you're married now, and so maybe we can't do every Friday night. So, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, no, that's, that's that tells you which category we're falling into. How someone handles your no is very indicative of if they are, do they have your marriage, uh, do they have the best interest of your marriage in mind or not? That's, that shows you whether these first three are willing to say, you know what? Yeah, maybe I am overstepping. Um, and I need to correct that. I'm sorry. And the relationship is intact. Yes. So number four, it's a different category. Different category. <laughs> and this is actually a word that you used in your doctoral research. Yes. And um, antagonist. Do you want to tell us what it means since you studied this yes. so for like a lot I've of years? I've studied this for a long time. Like seven and I'm, years. I'm glad to be not studying it. Um, anyway, sort of. Anyway. Um, we are going to have like a whole series on antagonism. We, we will, um, but not today. <laughs> <laughs> but the antagonist is the person or the people who proactively go about attacking you and tearing down your marriage. So this is not just like a one-time okay. deal. This yep. is probably over and over. Yes. 
um, doing this. Okay. This is in, in, in why antagonists and why antagonism in in your marriage is is so hurtful. Uh, again, I in my research, I like what Jim Wilder and Michael Hendricks said in their book, The Other Half of Church, and this is what they say. They're talking about a narcissist. Same thing, antagonist. They talk about in relation to the church community, an antagonist in the community, and we could say in the marriage, rips a gaping hole in your joy tank. That sounds funny, but uh, a, a church family, or we could say a marriage, will have a hard time raising joy without patching this hole, and it is difficult to repair. Why we're talking about this is because an antagonist is going to drain the joy from your marriage. I, I think that's what they're intending to do. That's what they're intending to do. They're intending to, to insert themselves into a two-person relationship. I think that's really, yes. you know, um, these are like the people who, if you've listened to the last podcast, yeah. we talked about Ezra, who had, who just harassed Ezra. The, the people, to, yeah, from to build. Who, who harassed them. And they were, we talked about last week, they were propagandists who were sent to destroy and yes. discourage them. And so the antagonist is the person who's going to do that. They're going to attack your marriage. There's always going to be something they don't like about your marriage. So an antagonist can look in a lot of different forms. This could be like somebody at work or, you know, that in like your social circle that would come to one of the, the members of a, a marriage and say, I know your marriage isn't good, but I, I'll show you the attention that you deserve. Red, red flags. Huge. These are runaway words. <laughs> Antagonist, the man or the adulterous man or woman. I mean, we, we have to use correct words. Scripture says the adulterous woman, or we could say the adulterous man. Who uh, seeks to break up a marriage or who seeks to introduce this, like, if you want to talk about gaping hole of joy or whatever, yes. you know, like this, I mean, introduce doubt. I think about this could be the in-law who says, if you don't do what I want you to do, I'm going to withhold my blessing. Yes. I'm yep. going to withhold my love or my affection because I don't like that you're not doing what I, what I want you to do. Um, I think, you know, the reality is, is again, I probably have said this a bunch. You're going to hear me say it a bunch, yeah. I guess, just because. Uh, not everybody gets the opportunity, and I think it is an opportunity to do the marriage counseling like mm -hmm. we have had the opportunity yeah. to do. And I'm just telling you, this is a major issue. Uh, this is this is a big issue that people, for whatever reason, aren't writing about, talking about. And the people who have antagonists in their life don't want to talk about it. Cause, yeah. Because why would you? It's embarrassing. And I'm just going to tell you, there's not a lot of books out there. I've no. looked for the books. I've looked. Okay, how do you deal with you know, these antagonists? How do you deal with people who want to like control? How do you deal with this? And the reality is there's not a lot of books, yeah. honestly, out there because I think a lot of people don't want to talk about right. it. And so you're, we're going to talk about it here. How do you deal with this? I think this is so, so important. Uh, I think, first of all, you have to look and see what kind of marriage blocker are you dealing with? Yes. So yes. if somebody says, well, you know, Aunt Sally, I don't have an Aunt Sally. I don't so, think you have an Aunt Sally. Not to my knowledge. <laughs> I haven't. I don't know if I've met all of your family. Um, I think I've met a lot of them. Yes. But yes. There might be extended people that yes. I don't know. If about. you're watching, hi. <laughs> <laughs> it's not you, Aunt Hello. Sally. Yes. Um, so Aunt Sally says, "Well, you've always come to my house for Christmas Eve lunch. Like, what? You're getting yeah. married, and you're going to disrupt." 50 years of tradition. 
So you have to see, is Aunt Sally like just this reactionary who just wants to oppose change? Or is she an antagonist? Because the worst thing, if she, if she is just a reactionary, say, not, not that that's good. Like, right. It's not good. But but the first thing you do is don't like a, you're you're no longer like Aunt Sally. I am life. never going to talk to you again. That is not the response. Okay. The deep rooted so, podcast warned me about you. Aunt yes, Sally. Aunt Sally. I knew it. <laughs> no. Um. So you have to see what who is what, what what kind of person is. So how do you do that? Um. Can I like just say one oh one? Have a normal conversation with somebody. Yes. How about you say, Hey, Aunt Sally. We're not going to be able to make it for for Christmas Eve lunch. You know, I'm now married, and and we 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 have other obligations. Or here's one for if you want to jump into the ministry marriage, like we have a Christmas Eve service every yeah. Christmas Eve, and sometimes we even have Christmas morning services. Yes. And so we, we're not going to make it to your home, Aunt Sally, in Minnesota. You know, like so. <laughs> there is no again. There is no Aunt Sally in yes. Minnesota. So, you know. And then how does she respond? Oh, okay. Well, maybe we could make it work a different Can we day. work out another time? Yeah. You know, absolutely. maybe we could Zoom you in. You oh, know, absolutely. now everybody's into Zoom, you know, FaceTime. <laughs> you know, like, you know, if Aunt Sally says, oh, I know. I just want to see your faces. <laughs> and if she's you. from Minnesota, she said, let's do a Zoom. <laughs> let's yeah, do a let's Zoom, do a yeah. Zoom call. Okay. I don't well, know. Here's the thing, and we hit a little bit of this, but if they're an antagonist, they're they're going to be conflict averse. So they're going to in that in that situation, they're going to say, "Nope, don't want to talk about it. I understand what's going on here." Okay, you'll you'll know by you'll the know. response. You'll That's what we're trying response. to say. So so you got to identify. Identify. Okay, number, number two. Yep. I might have skipped ahead a little bit in right. our numbering, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two of you, yes, discuss a plan on how to deal with these things. One can't do everything. Well, in fact, I think we've we've seen this a lot. So yes. one person's like, I got to talk to Aunt Sally. And the other one's like, don't you dare talk to Aunt Sally. <laughs> yeah. That's just called recipe. The antagonist is working because yes. there's, there's separation there. So if it's your so, Aunt Sally? Yeah. Okay, so you got to get on the same page. Okay. And yep. are we just continuing with my analogy that I just I, made? I up? just yeah, okay. because I don't know of an Aunt Sally. <laughs> well, I, I think like I think it kind of matters yes. a little bit about. So like, if I had a friend who was just like, "Listen, we, you know, we always do girls' night. We always go to this, and you're saying you can't go now. Like, it's not your job to talk to my friend. I'm not going to be like, okay, hey, Cindy, you don't have a friend, Cindy." <laughs> You step off my wife. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's just weird. <laughs> that's just so weird. you just deal with, like, so I would deal with my own friend. I want to talk about specifically with in-law issues. Um, you talk to your own parents. So, yes. like, that's just how it goes. If you're having an issue with your own set of parents, mm-hmm. then you should deal with it. I think a lot of times when you get the other, you get crazy. Yeah. So uh, I may or may not be speaking from experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, communicate to the own parents. I, th- I think that's good. Um, again, if the marriage blocker is an adulterous man or woman, um, then then the person who's in danger. So for example, if I'm in danger, let's just say, if I'm in danger, I should remain humble enough to take your, uh, your action step forward. So, so what do you mean danger? Like if I'm like, hey, I noticed. This is... I don't, I, I, I'm running out of names. Like, Bobby Sue. <laughs> I'm 
I don't know anything about <laughs> We passed her yeah. in the South. Okay. Bobby Sue. Um, you know, I don't know. I feel like she's trying to create this emotional unhealth with you. I, I'm not sure about it. If I shared that with you, you'd be like, whoa. I hear you. And I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure to be doubly careful. We're not, you know, we I don't do this anyway, but we're not gonna be in, you know, spaces, you know, yeah, or even like alone. A, there's or, not gonna be no communication just between the two. There's gonna be like a third party, absolutely. you know, things like that. So it's just knowing and and recognizing how to do the the number one thing is that the two are on the same page. And, and I think sometimes I heard this. Well, you're just jealous. To me, that's like red flag. No, 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 no. This is one. This is the most important relationship. If either one of us has a concern about any of these situations, yes. and we were talking about like, I mean, a friend, an in-law, uh, yeah. you know, a woman, a woman or man, or who knows what in this world that we got going, yeah. you know, anything like that, then I, I'm telling you the number one thing to do is not to deal with the outside forces, is to deal with you yes. and say, okay, we, ha- we will That's not... Good rest <laughs> until we're on the same page. Absolutely. And we there has to be a coming together. Um and and I think this really goes to step 3. The the marriage always takes the priority. Mhm. It just does. It always takes the priority. So if you have oh your buddies want you to go out golfing all the time, you don't have golf buddies. But if you did um and and you know you're like, "Hey, you know, I, I can't right now." The yeah. marriage, not that you can ever go golfing. Please don't. I mean, have we want people to have friends outside of your your marriage but if there's an issue there yes that's what you do so i think generally the first three you know uh first three blockers that we're talking about probably talk to you know talk you know conversation with i think um what's going to end up happening with the antagonist is probably a, a severance of the relationship um if the person is truly trying to to break down the relationship. I think that's right. going to end up happening. So and, and it should and, end up and, happening. And the deal is, is like we've dealt with, this is why you did your project on antagonists. Yes. We've dealt with several antagonists al- yep. along the way. Um, and we're writing a book about it. So yes. you'll read all about it. Absolutely. Um, and the deal is, is that I, I feel like I've just learned it the hard way. Yeah, Unfortunately, yeah. I wish I wouldn't have to have learned it the hard way, but just the fact that you can keep trying and saying like, of course they're going to be reasonable. Like this is just like, this is the Bible. Yeah. This is truth. Like, of course they're going to like understand that lying's a sin or things like that. No, like you cannot convince an antagonist. Like literally I've heard antagonists out of their mouth say to me, I don't care what God's word says. This is how I feel. Yeah. Pastors. Like literally I'm telling you, this is, this is, you will never win an argument like all you're gonna do is get the arrows straight back at you so don't even go don't do it don't go to the argument with them absolutely just don't even go it so the reality is is that your marriage is worth Mm -hmm. focusing on building and then also it's worth dealing with the blockers yes so you deal with them you, Mm -hmm. you learned it here there's several different kinds. Some you can deal with. You can measure the response, mm-hmm. see what you're dealing with. It's good. But if you're dealing with an antagonist, just say, you know what? I'm going to pray. pray that you have a change of heart, but I can't change you. And we, we have to be aware that these are happening and be willing to fight for the marriage. Be willing to fight for the unity and the health of the marriage. Absolutely. Spiritual vibrancy of the marriage. So, hey, go ahead and share this podcast. Comment. Um, Let comment. us know about it. Yes, now, absolutely. don't put anybody's names. 
Don't put anybody's name. Don't say, I knew my Aunt Sally. I She's knew. an antagonist. You know, don't say that. Yes, yes. But yeah, let's hear about it. Yep. Rate, review, share it, get it out there. Um, can't wait to see you right here in the next episode of the Deep Rooted Podcast. See you then. 